You're listening to the Podcast Detroit Network. Visit www.podcastdetroit.com for more information. Living the good fat life with your host Karen and Sherry. They'll help everything align for your body, soul, and mind. The good fat life. Whether change comes slow or dramatically, the good fat life will help you sort things out organically. Sherry, look where we are. Oh my gosh, we're <laughs> in a new space, right? It just yeah. keeps getting better. So, I know, yeah. So this look is at like, these digs. This is like the conversation area, exactly, right? Exactly, where we yeah. can, oh, We're missing our coffee. We're missing Johnny Carson too, yeah. right? Yeah. <laughs> right, right. So, um, so welcome. Welcome to, yeah. welcome to our new space. I'm in a new space, and this is so exciting. And um, I just need to... We remind our yeah. our listeners up front that you know good inspire good fat life is part of the good fat life magazine so if you're missing us during the week check out goodfatlife.com <laughs> and you'll see the magazine and we have a new issue going to print tomorrow very so exciting. exciting yeah so, i'm looking forward to that and so yeah we yeah. have some interesting articles in that and the cover and um, and also too, you guys might not know this, but in our other lives, I am a bride and Sherry is an avocado. So <laughs> yes. if you guys were wondering, that's our alter egos. <laughs> our alter egos. So, yeah. So, so how did your weekend? Oh, it's been great because, you know, I was really thinking how lucky we are. Number one, to be doing what we love and have each other and how many great friends we have and people we know and just we've talked about before, like the 50 cups of coffee, like we have more than 50 people we want to have a cup of coffee with. And how exciting is this to be able to have them on the show and be able to do what, you know, we love and talk to people we love. Like we're the luckiest people in the whole wide world. So, well, and it's funny you say that because as I've been reflecting just on the guests that we've had so far, yeah, every single one of them has changed my life. Oh really? It it's just wow. even like even like a little thing. Like, you know, last week we had um, Sharon McGill from the Betty Brigade. Yeah. And after that interview, I found myself just walking around my home and noticing the things that were taking my energy. Yeah. Right. That mm-hmm. I didn't need anymore. And so I can't say that my house is like you know spit spot, but I will say that I'm I'm just letting go of that stuff. That's taken me down. So, and I've just found as I went through all of our guests, like you said, we're just so blessed to have such amazing people that are willing to come and share what they do. Um, it, it makes a difference. It really does. Because it's yeah. not like a fire hose at me. It's these little kind of little, I want to say drips or little moments that are easy to just grab the next little thing. Yeah. And you know what I love the most about it is that um, we are listening and it is affecting us in a positive way. Yeah. Um, and that we're looking for those things and we're hope that that's what we're expressing to our listeners is that you have so many wonderful people in your environment and around you listen to them and they are affecting you and they can affect you in a very positive way. Um, so, you know, think about that too. And speaking of Sharon to the clutter, maybe think about the clutter of friends that don't, don't, um, or people in your life that maybe don't hold a positive space or affect you positively and kind of seek those people out more you know 
yeah. look for those things in your life. Rich, yeah. to look for them and acknowledge them. Yeah. And presence them. So like our guest today. So tell me about our guest today. Oh, I'm really excited. I know, we've been like, <laughs> yeah. been like little kids. I know. Well, yeah. And so the coolest thing too is Jamie, our tech guy, he actually knows Wally from back in the day. So today we are having Wally Pleasant on, aka Wally Bullard. Um, Wally Pleasant is um, a rock star in his own right. He's had several um, albums. He's actually had a play made about his songs and about his life oh called God. Songs About Stuff. Um, there was actually a movie loosely based on his life. Um, he's very interesting. And he does like satirical um, political humor, but in a great way. And a lot of, um, I really enjoy it because he does it in the same way. We sort of talk about politics here. We don't really talk about it, but we talk about it. So um, I think you really enjoy him. Oh, and um, yeah, and he's always very relevant. Um, and uh, just very, uh, he has a very a kind way of being silly and smart at the same time. And I can't wait for you to meet him and listen to his music. Well, so, let's do it. So, yeah. so we're, we're going to move over. over. And so, um, <laughs> yeah. so let's bring him on. All yeah, right, let's, cool. Let's get Wally to give him some walk-in music. Negative. So I hope, I, I hope I'm not like one doesn't fit with the other. Kind no, of thing. No. <laughs> but I'll try to do my most you. positive yeah. kind, of, right. kind of songs. Good? All right. Okay. Yeah. Um, so but, uh, yeah, I'm doing all right. I'm sitting on my porch with my bare feet. So I got that. Oh, going right. <laughs> so uh, Wally is a musician um, kind of, I guess it's not like your official living, right? You do stuff on the stock stock market as well. Or do yeah, you we were talking, your, like, official done, uh, this is my first podcast, but I've did a couple of uh, theme songs for podcasts, which is I'll, I'll have to, oh, I'll have to hook you guys <laughs> yeah, up. Definitely. We <laughs> hey, would love that. that would be <laughs> can you, uh, amazing. yeah. Can you tell us Wally a little bit about your music style and what you like to do? Cause I was kind of bragging on you and saying you have a real, even though your songs are negative, there's a real sweetness to them. And Aww, thank you. Satire, yeah, you have a real sweetness to you. But when you listen to the words, it's very satirical and dry <laughs> and fun, you know? Um, yeah, you know. it's so much easier <laughs> to describe yeah. someone else than describing yourself, if that makes right. sense. So yeah. I think like it's it's more of a thing where I just kind of put the guitar in my hand and, and, you know, maybe get a notebook and see what happens. But uh, it's it's hard to describe what happens, <laughs> <laughs> right? It's a creative process that you can't really yeah, work to. Yeah. Some of the songs are like maybe about topics that haven't been covered very often, maybe sometimes for good reason. And, uh, and uh, you know, it's just, uh, it's hard to describe yourself, I guess, but uh, yeah. So um, I got what I would say about your song. Can you, um, so you've written songs about like one of his songs, Sherry is called the day Ted, Ted Nugent killed all the animals. Right. So That's that right. is, it's actually, um, the song talks about all the stuff he did, but it's actually, you know, it's a, you're, you're basically a peace loving person. Right. So it's very satirical and people might be <laughs> listening to the words and going, Oh, this is negative, but really it's actually, you know, you're saying, yeah, it's kind of a anti anti-killing the animals song yeah for <laughs> yeah. sure yeah i was yeah. on a radio program with him and he actually had a really good sense of humor about it he said it would take a day and a half for him to actually do that 
<laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. So plus getting any kind of song written about you, um, that gives you major street cred, right? Even if you are a singer, right? If people are, even if it's bad publicity, you're still getting publicity, right? <laughs> so I would. I don't know. <laughs> I have to. Yeah. Yeah. So, I I, th- I would think you know it's better than <laughs> no song, depending on it. Yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. So um, when did you first start music? How old were you? I, uh, boy, uh, I was, I started taking guitar lessons when I had, on my 14th birthday. Wow. Yep. Okay. You picked so it up pretty, six quick, years ago. pretty quick then, yeah. right? Six, yeah, years. six years ago, right? right. So did you want to play the guitar or did, was it, um, or was it something that somebody else suggested to you? It, it's um it, I actually got the guitar lessons as part of my birthday present so um my my mom kind of um said that i i had to practice for a certain amount of time a day or else i would i would um have to pay for my own guitar lessons which was really pretty good parenting i think yeah yeah it gets you invested in it did you want to, did you want to play the guitar or did they say, Wally, you got to do something with your life? Or did you always? <laughs> no, I really wanted to. I would, yeah. um, yeah. I, I would, I was a huge Beatles fan and, uh, listened, listened to the, the vinyl when I got home from school a lot. Yeah. So. And did you, did you pick it up right away? Was it natural, your music proclivity or? I don't think so. I, I've seen people that are, are like that. And um, yeah, I don't I don't think it was. Um, I mean, just looking back, like I was saying, I had to practice for for a half an hour a day. So I would literally play. It was Day Tripper by the Beatles. And I would just go like. <laughs> yeah, and that's pretty much my guitar. Yeah, that, I don't think yeah. so. Looking back. Um, yeah, I, I don't think I was a natural aficionado or anything like that. <laughs> You weren't a phenom or anything. It wasn't like (laughs) you didn't have a manager or anything like that. (laughs) Yeah. right. (laughs) But um, tell us a little bit about um, there's actually been a play made about your songs and about sort of like your life. Right. Songs about stuff. Jerry, I don't know. This was pretty cool. Um, Tell us about that. Uh, Um, I was amazed by that. The Flint Rep Theater um, did that last year and um, they compiled probably 40, 50 songs and turned them into uh, theatrical vignettes. And it was, I was just amazed that the performers could, could sing in harmony and act and dance at the same time. And I, I can barely remember my lyrics sometimes. So uh, <laughs> right, it was, right. I was blown away by the whole thing. It was a wonderful production. It's a great theater there. I've, I've seen other yeah. plays there and it, it's uh yeah, it's an awesome place. Um, didn't it win so an award or something? Some, Wally? some other theater does it. What, what's that? Didn't your play win an award or something? I th- thought uh, I saw No, that. I don't think it. W- I think it was maybe nominated for uh, for like uh, something, but uh, yeah, I don't think it won. So this was Dang. just totally a surprise. Somebody oh, just decided to do this for you, or they just were a super fan. We had been talking about it for for years and years. It's a guy named Michael Luberis, and mm-hmm. he. Um, I guess was familiar with my songs um, as, as a high school student, he ended up having a career in theater as a, both a writer and director and actor. And he, um, he'd been wanting to do it for a long time. And then um, he became artistic director. I, I believe that's his title at uh, the Flint Rep Theater. So he 
um, he put it all together and it was brilliantly directed. And um, yeah, it was, uh, it was really cool. Pretty amazing. So I'll have to look for that. Yeah. It sounds, it's intriguing. So you really got like, your, your, I guess, uh, your feet wet kind of um, on the college circuit, right? Um, once you went to Michigan State, you really sort of, is that really where people started to know you and you started to travel? So tell us how you started um, to be, become Wally Pleasant and be where you are today. Well, I am um, and walk us through right up to today. No, okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. You have three minutes. Yeah, you got yeah. three minutes. The first thing I remember was living in a duplex in Highland Park with Andrew Wilkins. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. My friend. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. We have a mutual friend. Um, <laughs> I started playing uh, open mic nights when I was at Michigan State and uh, I'd try to write a new song every week and um, just from there um, started doing shows that that were weren't open mic nights and ended up having a pretty decent size uh, collection of songs so didn't think much of it uh graduated got a got a job um and i actually was um truth be told i i hurt myself at work at the job and i i like was playing basketball with some guys and i hurt my shoulder so couple weeks later I quit the job and I get a call and uh they, they're like hey we owe you all kinds of money because you hurt yourself at work and that's and that's what <laughs> wow. paid for the cd um <laughs> wow. of all the songs that I had in college and I I had a friend that worked at the radio station he said hey you should you should send your cds to uh college radio stations so I said okay I'll I'll do that then and and I sent a bunch to uh, probably a thousand stations and they started uh playing the songs and I started um, sometimes playing in the areas where they're, where they were playing the songs. That's awesome. That's a great story. Yeah. Um, I've been, um, reviewing 17 grants this past week for wow. the uh, Michigan uh, arts council. And oh, yeah. it's, it's phenomenal to me how many talented and, um, people there are in our community and also opportunities for, like you said, it's like you take this something and you do something with it and yeah. amazing things can happen. And I really so, like, yeah. and we love this a lot, Sherry. Uh, sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you. Um, that he took something negative, right? Getting hurt at work, right. and quitting a job and turn it into something positive. And here you are. I mean, it's truly, totally paid off. You're on our podcast. I mean, <laughs> yeah. this is not, I don't oh, know. I love you guys. You're so like positive. Like yeah. some people would say, well, that shyster. But no, but Wally, it's, it's just so, um, I don't know, heartwarming, inspiring, mm -hmm. exciting. We literally were so excited about having you here today because of your story, because you just like are just doing stuff and it makes the world a better place. And I love well, how you, you, um, you didn't really have a expectation. You just did it and it worked out, right? It just totally has worked out for you. I mean, I would say it has, wouldn't you? <laughs> I'd say that yeah. um, it shifted around um, probably 15 years ago, it kind of shifted. Um, I, a lot of what I was doing was relying on CD sales, which mm -hmm. was quite a markup. You could, you would get them for a um, dollar a piece and sell them for ten dollars. And um, when digital music kind of kind of came in uh, more, I I wasn't making as much that way. And uh, and then at the same time, I started a family, so 
those two things combined made it so I just uh, just kind of stopped the the touring aspect of it. Um, but still write songs and still do do stuff at home like this. Yeah. Well, he's actually performed at my house at a party oh, a yeah? couple times. Yeah. As an official performer. So it's been great. And um, I've seen you many times um, in many uh, like fraternity houses and stuff at Michigan State in your own house or what felt like a fraternity house <laughs> or whatever. Wherever we were, I've seen you play many different um, places and uh, theaters and homes. And what's great that Wally does, Sherry, is sometimes he'll take a piece of paper and he just passes it around in the crowd <laughs> and everyone writes something down on it. He makes a song out of it. And they're always they're always so great. He's very um, you do very good on the fly, which uh, um, I really appreciate that about you, too. Like oh, you just. Um, you. Yeah, you just have a really uh, whimsical way about you. So let's get to one of your songs. Well, a, yeah, somebody yeah. that plays solo, it, it's like I can mix things up because I don't have other bandmates that would get confused if I yeah. changed it on the fly okay Can you, um, could you throw maybe a couple song titles out and maybe Sherry could pick one out of the ones that you're comfortable playing just because you want to hear some of these titles Sherry they're pretty good oh yeah okay yeah. well I have one <laughs> Sherry, we'll um, let you pick the title about first. a guy that grows a mustache um trying to be more attractive and then the disaster da- disastrous results um I have another one kind of uh, kind of a, a bit of a rant about uh health insurance that you know you pay in for years and years and then when you actually need some help sometimes they they don't they act more corporate than uh than actually what they're supposed to do um i got one about uh two for one coupon about uh somebody who's budget conscious and wanting to share a romantic evening with somebody else and uh (laughs) um let's, let's yeah let's, let's do that see one. that one yeah that's one all right all right yeah and then you know what's economic it called times wally what's it called two it's for, called two for one coupon two for one coupon wally pleasant yep. and you okay. might be able to hear the wind chimes and the birds and the cars in the background so i'm okay. here so that'll all right. add it I like it. yeah <laughs> Friday afternoon and I get home early I call you up cuz I gotta see my girly been thinking about you all day and I just want to celebrate in a real special way so fix your hair if just right put your best dress on I got a two-for-one coupon being with you's like being in paradise especially when I don't pay full price Got a two-for-one coupon That's you and me Buy one, get one free Got a two-for-one coupon And I just gotta say It expires today Baby, baby, you're heaven sent Let me move in with you Cause right now I live in a tent If things don't work out, I won't lament. I'll just crash out on your couch and we can split the rent. I got a two-for-one coupon. That's you and me. Buy one, get one free. I got a two-for-one coupon. And I just got to say, it expires today. Baby, baby. Sorry, lyrical malfunction. 
way you're looking at me is giving me chills. Man, I hope this place has free refills. And the flowers that I got you that you hold so dear make me glad I'm in the cemetery on the way here. And I don't want to ruin this magical moment that we're sharing. But on the way home, we stop the store and return the suit that I'm wearing. After that, we'll walk into the moonlight and hold hands while we search for returnable cans. I got a two-for-one coupon. That's you and me. Buy one, get one free. I got a two-for-one coupon. And I just got to say, it expires today. Could you get the tip? I got a two-for-one. I got a two-for-one. I got a two-for-one coupon, baby. <laughs> <laughs> Makes you smile. Yeah, right? yeah. So you're not right. even mad that he's so frugal. You're just like, yeah, that's yeah. such a sweet date. I would totally <laughs> do that. I would totally do that. <laughs> so tell us some yeah. of the other names of some the the titles of some of the songs that you have, and um, maybe why why you wrote them. Like, uh, I could thro- think, you know, one of my favorites is the, again the day Ted Nugent killed all the animals. Why why did you what did why did you feel like you needed to write that song? Were you just kind of um. Was it? I was actually uh, hanging out at the house and uh, I was watching uh, PBS and there was a Ted Nugent hunting show that came on and, uh, uh-huh. and they, they were tracking a bear that had been wounded and for like two days and it was pretty exciting, I guess, if you're into that kind of stuff. But uh, I just, uh, that that's what inspired it and got the day Ted Nugent killed all the animals title and kind of <laughs> okay. worked from there. Yeah. Um, um, some of the other titles, let's see, she's in love with a geek. Um, I was a teenage Republican. Um, boy, uh, I want a stalker. I want a stalker. Um, stupid day job. Denny's at 4am. Yeah. Bad haircut. Yeah. Uh, yeah. man, you know more than I do. I was, I'm really <laughs> I was struggling here. Yeah. yeah. I was listening yeah. to him this morning. Um, so your, tell us about your newest album. So how many albums do you have all together, Wally? And then tell us about the, the newest one. I have seven all together. And the newest one is uh, called Happy Hour. It was released last year. And it's um, kind of uh, kind of got more of a, a roots uh, country kind of, kind of feel. I was going for like country music from the early 70s, late 60s kind of sound with the pedal steel and banjo and all that all that stuff. Um, big fan of that, that stuff. Yeah. How is, uh, yeah, I'm sorry. Um, that's awesome. Uh, do you have a song from that that you could sing for us? Yeah. I, um, okay. From this new album? I got the, um, those were a couple of the ones that I was talking about earlier. Um, I could do the health insurance one. Okay. You want to hear that one, Sherry? <laughs> yeah, let's hear it. This is off the new album? <laughs> Um, yeah, this is off the new album. Or I could think uh, I got one about the the mustache one. I got one uh, about Actually, a, the mustache a guy that's one. really okay. in, or I, I got a guy that's really into English culture, um, British culture. Oh. Uh, it's uh, <laughs> called Excitedly Britannica, but the uh, the mustache one. Sure, yeah, let's go with right. the mustache one. It's very short, so okay, uh, perfect. couple joggers just went by and they looked really confused because I'm out on my porch here. 
Well, I grew myself a mustache, try and look like a movie star. But instead, I resemble a guy trying to sell a used car. I thought pretty women would be more attracted to me. But Layla getting looks as though I just committed a felony. Why they treat me differently, I really want to know. I'm still the same person, just had something I had to grow. I'm a mustache man, like the guy in the Pringles can. Captain Hook from Peter Pan, General Custer making his last stand. I'm a mustache man, and it's true. From Chaplin to Fu Manchu, is something that we grew. I'm a mustache man. Oh, Errol Flynn. Clark Gable, why were you so cool yet I look unstable? And answer this question for me, why is it so much better if you got a goatee? Because I really want to know, for the sake of Edgar Allan Poe, Smokey and the Bandit, that old Magnum P.I. show. Perhaps I should ask Inspector Perot, he's such a great sleuth. Because I'm just hiding my upper lip, but I don't want to hide the truth. I'm a mustache man, like the guy in a Pringles can. Captain Hook from Peter Pan, General Custer making his last stand. I'm a mustache man, and it's true. From Chaplin to Fu Manchu, it's something that we grew. I'm a mustache man, looking good with my fake tan. I'm a mustache man, driving around in my Trans Am. I'm a mustache man, I look like I could be in the band The Man, cause I'm a mustache man. That's right. They did all have mustaches. That's yeah, fantastic. I never, I never thought about that. Many <laughs> That's okay. That, yeah. Yeah. It's funny because um, my husband has a mustache and, you know, the kids are, um, the kids and the grandkids are so tied into it. You yeah. know, if you shave it, <laughs> it off, they would like, who's grandpa? Yeah, and, there is and, something. And, here, and now in this kind of, lots of guys are growing beards. Uh-huh. That's just because they don't have to shave because they're not going into the office. And it's interesting how people are reacting to that additional yeah, yeah and how it makes oh, people yeah. look different and act different themselves yeah, yeah. So it's a weird thing right <laughs> yeah 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 it's back it's to like the civil warrior with all the all the facial facial hair exactly, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and, so um and divisive we to... politics and everything <laughs> yeah, exactly civil yeah, war it like, yeah <laughs> it seems like every time there is a uh, some civil unrest hair gets longer oh. yeah and uh That's beard interesting. yeah I it's totally true that. yeah that must wow. be like where the saying "let your hair down" comes from. Maybe we'll have I to research that. Yeah, um, must have a, had a lot of civil unrest, like in the William Conquer days, you know, in the Middle Ages, because they and I, they, they probably did too, because I mean, it was probably pretty pretty rough living back then. And, uh, I, they I definitely had long hair back on. then. <laughs> civil unrest, uh, festival yeah. song, something like that. Yeah. <laughs> How has um, it been for you with COVID and coping? Because, you know, our show is about wellness. So we just want to talk to you just briefly about how music is. Does it help you stay well? And is it something that um, you can rely on to kind of for stress? Or how does it um, help you in your life? And especially now during COVID. Yeah, uh, there, there's periods where I don't I don't play um, very, very much. But then um it's it's really great to have have an instrument to play when when you want to or need to it's like like finding a finding an old friend and just you know catching up and it's uh yeah it's great to uh 
to have have an instrument for for well-being for sure but is it different is it different when it's your livelihood versus your advocation like yeah you, like, I, i'm yeah, just wondering yeah. so if uh, that's a good I think question. if it's your vocation you know you feel like you are doing it because you have to you you know and, and it might it might be potentially more forced and if you're doing it um it's just hanging out on the porch and just seeing seeing what happens um i think it's it's feels more organic yeah so do you have other kinds of or other music that you listen to to hang out on the porch as a musician um yeah i uh, uh let me see what i've been what have i been listening to lately um I like uh, last last few years. I've gotten more into kind of uh, late '60s, early '70s music in general. Um, so, like the band and the Grateful Dead. Um, I, I really like that era for all kinds of music. We were talking about country, you know, um, Roger Miller and Waylon Jennings, Merle Haggard. That's that's great stuff. And then Motown, uh, Temptations. Right. Um, so I guess I'm, I'm kind of geared more toward that, that uh, era. How do you think it would have been different for you um, now? Because um, uh, Wally has a son. I think we've talked about it, Sherry. Um, he has a son named Stanley, and he's a big TikTok star. Big TikTok. Really big. Like, <laughs> we wanted to have him here today, but um, he's such a big TikTok star. I don't think he's taking podcasts. <laughs> <laughs> How do you think it would have been different for you if you started now? Um, do you think um, it would have been totally different? Because um, you would have like TikTok and those kind of things. Um, you think you'd be more successful or about, do you, can, do you have any thoughts on that? I don't know. It's so, so many different roads that you take and it's hard to know. I, I don't, I don't think, uh, I just don't even know how to if I, if I think if I would have been better off or worse off, that's, that's a really good question. Um, I probably would have been more uh, tech savvy if I was born, <laughs> um, you know, in, in the nineties yeah, or something. Like yeah. 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 So I, I guess I, I probably would have been more likely to, to have uh, more, uh, do more stuff on, on social media. Um, do you have any, like, Oh, I'm sorry. Oh no, go ahead. Go ahead. Um, do you have uh, yeah. any uh, sense of um, if you got s- famous super fast, like kids are now today and have, you know, you, uh, you know, Stanley has so many followers. If you would have just automatically had so many followers, if you would have felt different, like, um, as, do you feel different when you look at kids today that they get instant success, instant fame mm-hmm. and go, oh, well, I, you know, the young whippersnappers, I was out there, you know, <laughs> out there on the streets and passing out CDs and, you know. Yeah, I man, I I don't uh, often I, I don't I don't know much about that world. I guess I don't I don't know much about the the younger people. Listen to me, I sound like I'm like in my nineties. Uh, the younger people and their and their tic tacs. Uh, <laughs> I I don't I don't know uh, I don't know if I'm I know much about enough about that world to to answer that question. But uh, I I think. I think people, um, hmm. uh, so there was it, kind of an it, element it, in that question of like, 
would I, is it harder or easier to, to, uh, in a lot of ways, I think I, I would, was better off living in the era that I did, um, mm-hmm. because there was a lot less competition <laughs> oh, now. Yeah. Um, there's so much, I mean, you could just, you could just look at a meme that you obviously see, see, and you're like blown away by how awesome it is, you know? <laughs> and, yeah. and that's just one of a hundred thousand awesome things that, you know, humorous things on the internet. So, um, but I don't know when I was, when I started out, I, I had the CDs and they were on the radio and there wasn't, there wasn't the vast amount of competition. So I will say that. Yeah. Well, it sounds like you were totally at the right place at the right time, doesn't it, Sherry? And he's to- totally like um, was going to be success either way. Too. So it's kind of yeah. interesting, you know. So yeah. yeah. So, so I also think that um, you know we step in, and just by doing the things that we do, it creates the right place at the right time. Exactly. Right. Yeah. So you know, Wally told us earlier, he sent out a thousand CDs, right? And so you created that right place at right time. And that's what was available then. Yeah. So, yeah. So I have faith no matter where you'd be or what uh, generation you're living in that it would have happened for you. Like you, you definitely have it. And we really appreciate you being here today. Yeah. yeah. It's like, I'm going to go check out that. I want to find that play <laughs> oh. so I can hear all the songs together. <laughs> yeah. It's called songs about stuff, right? Wally. And oh, do you ha- well, thank you for having me on. Yeah. And do you have any, um, a website or anything that you want to um, let us know about or anything upcoming? No, I uh, see. I had a couple of shows canceled, but uh, so I don't have anything like that. Um, I you have a website or anything? Or? Just on Facebook. Um, Facebook? A, okay, yeah. Look for Wally, Wally Pleasant on Facebook. Yeah, that's awesome, Wally. And can you do sing us one song out? Oh, okay. Okay, thanks for joining us today, Wally, and thanks for listening, All right, thank everyone. You. Yeah. Take care. I've got a 12-pack of beer and the food's on its way. Brand new risk board game and I'm ready to play. You can go first after the pieces have been dispersed. From the Northwest Territory to Madagascar, you're the prettiest girl I've ever seen by far. And I wish you luck on your quest to rule the world. I can't help but smile as your army attacks. I bet Napoleon Bonaparte never felt this relaxed. Please don't get mad if I make up the rules as we go. There's so much to risk, there's so much to lose. If you sank my battleship, I'd still look for clues. My pursuits aren't trivial. Have a monopoly on my heart. You can twist her around, but please don't tear it apart. Maybe next time, let's play life. Well, it's Friday night and I can't help my fascination with the way the light hits your face and world domination as the Ukraine gets attacked from the West. And when the rolling dice stops and our little game ends, if your empire's destroyed, can we still be friends? Please take a card. I wouldn't want to cheat you. There's so much to risk, there's so much to lose. If you sank my battleship, I'd still look for clues. My pursuits aren't trivial, have a monopoly on my heart. You can twist her around, but please don't tear it apart. Maybe next time, let's play life. Checkers, no, no, no. Chess, moves way too slow. Sorry, 
I gotta go. Scrabble can't get into the flow. Flow. There's so much to risk. There's so much to lose. If you sank my battleship, I'd still look for clues. My pursuits aren't trivial. Have a monopoly on my heart. You can twist her around, but please don't tear it apart. Maybe next time. Let's play life. And we could go from the board up to the stars in our little plastic pastel cars. Maybe next time. Let's play life. If you accepted my invitation gladly, I would thank God for Milton Bradley. Maybe next time. Let's play life. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks, everybody, Thank you. for listening.